in the book of Ezra, the king of Persia had um, allowed the Jews to go home to rebuild the temple of the Lord. And in the midst of the rebuilding, there's a lot of pushback from um, from the people saying, King, this is going to be in your worst interest to allow these people to rebuild this temple. So you should stop their work. So the king did listen to his advisors. And um, in verse 21 of Ezra chapter 4, we read, Therefore make a decree, this is from the king, Therefore make a decree that these men be made to cease and that the city be not rebuilt until a decree is made by me. And take care not to be slack in this matter. Why should damage grow to the hurt of the king? Then, when the copy of King Artaxerxes' letter was read before Rehem and Shimshai, the scribe and their associates, they went in haste to the Jews at Jerusalem, and by force and power made them cease. Then the work on the house of God that is in Jerusalem stopped, and it ceased until the second year of the reign of Darius, king of Persia. So, of course, this is completely different circumstances, but we too have been made to um, cease in our work um, for the past few weeks. And so reading this, um, it, it struck me that, that we too are kind of in this, this place of standstill in our work. And, um, but the cool thing is, as you keep reading in Ezra in chapter 5, I'll read a little bit here. It says, Now the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, the son of Edo, prophesied to the Jews who were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of God of Israel, who was over them. Then Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josedach, arose and began to rebuild the house of God that is in Jerusalem, and the prophets of God were with them, supporting them. At the same time, Tatanai, the governor of the province beyond the river, and Shethar Bozenai and their associates came to them and spoke to them thus, Who gave you a decree to build this house and to finish this structure? They also asked them this, What are the names of the men who are building this building? But the eye of their God was on the elders of the Jews, and they did not stop them until the report should reach Darius, and then an answer be returned by letter concerning it. So um, here the men have been forced to to stop the work on the temple, but then these prophets rise up and they say, who are they to tell us that we can't work on God's home? So they start to rebuild anyways. And and then this is the part that really struck me in this. Um, of course, this is talking about the physical temple in Jerusalem. Um, but here with us today in our ceasing of the work, um, we have this other temple that we can be rebuilding um, that no man can stop us from building and that's the temple within us the holy spirit and <clears throat> i was thinking that um such a beautiful time this is for us to have this extended sabbath where we are forced to pause and to sit in the quietness or in our own homes um it's really a time for us to grow in our faith it's time for us as christians to rise up and help those around us so all of this is something that builds the spirit within us and allows him to work within us and that was so encouraging to me to read that that no man can stop them from building this temple and no man can stop us from building this temple that's within us so i wanted to encourage you guys in that and there's one other thing that i wanted um to point out to you guys and that is in chapter three it says um this is this is rebuilding the temple um this is right after the foundation of the temple was laid um the people there in verse 11 
They sang responsibly, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever towards Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout which, when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and Levites and heads of fathers' houses, old men who had seen the first house, wept with a loud voice when they saw the foundation of this house being laid, though many shouted aloud for joy so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping. So that struck me because here we have these men, this older generation that has seen the previous temple in all of its glory. And this is a time of weeping for them. It's a time of mourning because this is going to be nothing compared to what the former temple was. And in this time for us today, this is a scary thing that's happening. <laughs> this coronavirus is scary, especially for the older generation. And um, and it's okay to be weeping over it. It's okay to be um, to be mourning what's going on. Um, and I love that in the midst of the mourning, there's also joy. There's joy rising up from the people saying that God's rebuilding his house. And I think for us today, it's so beautiful because even in the midst of the weeping and the midst of the shouting for joy. It says in verse 13, the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping for the people shouted with a great shout and the sound was heard far away. So even though sometimes it's hard for us to be able to separate out this, the, the fear and to separate out, um, the the lamentation over this versus um separating out the joy and this time to be able to worship the lord god hears both god knows our fears god hears our our shouts for joy for him to be doing this mighty work in in our nation and through us as christians that's a joyful thing to be shouting over and god hears it and god also hears our fears and sees our tears and sees our mourning over all of this and he's able to distinguish both and he's able to hold both in his hands. So that's my encouragement for me and for us is to um, to let him hold both the mourning and the joy in this time. Um, and for us to just keep rebuilding that temple within us.